Welcome to the Vertical Jump Podcast. Here at the Vertical Jump, we interview some of the most successful people on the planet so you can find out what it takes to get to the next level. Hosted by young entrepreneur, author, and innovator, Michael Familetti. Enjoy. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vertical Jump Podcast. Man, do I got someone special for you guys today. I have Tristan Larson, considered the king of the social media marketing agency sales process, featured by Ty Lopez, a multi-six-figure agency owner, and he has helped many people close huge deals and master the process itself. I got him here with me right now. Let's get right into it. All right, man. So um, just uh, tell the audience, you know, listeners, a little bit about yourself. Say again? Could you tell the, um, the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, yeah. So my name is Tristan Larson, and I run a multi-six-figure uh, uh, digital marketing agency, mostly focusing on restaurants. I am 19 years old, and I live in Elkridge, Maryland. And my main skill, I would say, is really um, sales. I teach a lot of uh, SMA owners how to distinguish themselves, the difference between being a trusted consultant and being a salesperson when it comes to uh, getting your service out to different business owners because there is a huge difference and uh, I, I teach it to a lot of agency owners because I, I believe it's the difference between uh, success and, and failure when it comes to um, businesses when your goal is to, to generate um, long-term clients, uh, but that's that's I'm I'm pretty much a workaholic. So whenever people ask me about myself, it, it just kind of like that's that's pretty much all I can I I can really tell them. I'm just out here, you know, putting putting it putting in the hours every day, trying to scale my business to nine figures, um, and uh, just just working. So that's that's really all I can say. Hey, dude, that's awesome, man. Um, I mean, listen, I remember seeing you at Econvention. By the way, you had an amazing presentation. Really opened my eyes to, um, you know, how to go to a business owner and how to, you know, make that huge, you know, sale. So, I mean, basically, I just out of curiosity, you know, who's your biggest client, per se? Yeah, so my, I have two really big clients. One of my clients is the uh, inventor, Robert Fischel. Um oh. Robert Fischel is a billionaire, um, it, and he invented the heart stents. He also invented the rechargeable rechargeable battery, um, and he has like I think like two hundred and something patents. Uh, pretty crazy. So he's my biggest client. I am working with him to market his uh, cereal bowl that prevents cereal from getting soggy. Um, so that that's that's what I'm doing for him. So I, I'd say he's my uh, my biggest client. Wow, we got that's actually really amazing, bro. Damn, I mean, like, you know, working with you know a multi-billionaire, literally inventing the hard stents. Um, what can you say was one like? Did he like give you any advice or things like that? Um, honestly, I have met him in person one time. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah, so I I have not spent a lot of time with him. Okay. Um, my mentor actually introduced me to him because my mentor is close friends with him. My mentor spends a lot of time with him. Okay. So that's um, yeah. I, I don't I don't know him all that well. I okay. just work with him. Oh, that's fine. I mean, like, how's that been going? Because sounds like a really good product for sure. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it for I think a month and a half, two months now. Um, 
it, the process is, is pretty slow. Um, we're just strategizing different ways to uh, sell the, the Zero Bowl right now. He really could care less. He's the, like, not a very high-maintenance client because right now he's focused um, on a... On a uh, on a medication that's supposed to cure pain. Oh, wow. Literally, what he said, he literally cure pain um, <laughs> completely. He hasn't even really elaborated on that. He just says cure pain. So that's what he's focusing on. He's really focusing on you know uh, saving humanity. He's not too worried about soggy cereal. So <laughs> that's yeah. So but it, but it's it's just slow right now. We haven't started um, selling it. Really, just a lot of strategizing and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I just want to make sure I blow it out of the water right. and I, I have so much, um, other stuff right now that I have going on. Um, like trying to, trying to scale my business. It's really more of like a side project, um, than anything else. Ah, I see. I see. Ah, right, yeah. I mean, and also, um, if I remember from e-convention correctly, you also work with restaurants, correct? Yeah. So I specialize in, in restaurants specifically ah. for the most part. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, working with a billionaire, working with these big restaurant chains, all that. I mean, really, I think one thing the audience wants to know is, how did you start? Right, so, um, the way, like, if we go really, like, like years back, um, the way I got started was I got started, um, first, like, I started a clothing brand, and I saw Ty Lopez's first Lamborghini ad, that, you know, inspired me, piqued my interest. I got on his email list. I actually paid attention to a lot of his emails and, and like, went to a lot of his free webinars and stuff like that. And he had lots of free speakers who sold courses. And I got on other people's email lists and really learned about, like, first thing I learned about was, like, e-commerce, like, drop shipping. And uh, I started a clothing brand, which wasn't drop shipping. The clothing brand pretty much flopped. Like, I did not know how to run a business at all. I just was super, um, I think this was when I was, like, seven, like early 17. I had no idea what I was doing, um, but it taught me some good, some good things. I started, like, reading books because at the time I had, like, a mentor who, um, I actually mowed his, his lawn and did, like, he, he gave me, like, my first job. I did some work for him, um, for a while and i mean i think he makes like 350k a year something like that working for the government so he was like my mini mentor like my first mentor um he he encouraged me to start like reading books and stuff like that and he encouraged me to like read and learn about like billionaires and stuff like that so i was reading like successful people's stories um and that inspired me when i first got started as well i was doing some e-commerce that failed i did some drop shipping that failed lots of lots of fail failing and learning um facebook ads and stuff like that learning like marketing and and then i started an affiliate marketing business and when i did that i i was doing really well um but then uh, i decided to pay for ty lopez's course and originally i paid for it just to improve my results for my affiliate marketing um that i was doing uh but i ended up just deciding to, to quit the affiliate marketing altogether and just go for uh, running an agency. And for nine month, nine to 12 months, I was doing horrible, right? I got like three clients. I didn't know sales, so I got three clients in like 12 months because I was trying to be like Grant Cardone. I was trying to be like 
just a, a salesperson when really that just isn't really my nature. It just didn't fit with my personality. Um, and plus, if you're cold calling, going door to door, because when I say traditional salesperson, that's what traditional salespeople do. They cold call, they go door to door, they pitch. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, so I was doing that and I wasn't doing a good job because I didn't even have a lot of past experience. So I got three clients. Um, I kept one client for, actually I got four clients and I kept one client for five months, um, then lost him. And then all the other clients I kept for less than two months because my positioning was horrible. Um, and I just, you know, was not, was not selling myself properly. I wasn't setting their expectations properly. And, you know, I just was not doing everything the right way. Um, and with no past sales experience, that's something a lot of people who are younger in business will experience. Well, once I changed my strategy from being a salesperson to a trusted consultant and positioning myself like an expert, I closed 44 uh, clients in a nine-month, or actually, it was either less than nine months, like between seven and, and nine months, I, I think. I, I don't know, like, the actual... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Between seven, between seven and, and and nine months, I closed over forty four businesses. Once I switched my strategy from salesperson to now trusted consultant. So, I mean, lo long story short, that's that's how I got started, and that's how I am where I'm now. Dude, I mean, that's I mean, that's a really great story. I mean, and how old are you exactly? Nineteen. Nineteen, you did all oh, that's really crazy. I mean, right now I'm doing drop shipping. I'm trying to figure that out, and I've always looked into social media marketing. Have my own agency. Um, how did you, like, go about opening that at such a young age? You mean, like, how did I actually, like, establish the business? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, really, it, I mean, it's, it's like anything, right? Like, first, um, you wanna, to self-educate about, like, what you need to know when it comes to marketing, at least get, like, a a pretty decent understanding of that and like Facebook ads and stuff like that. Obviously you want to register a business, you want to, uh, put up a website. Um, and I mean, you know, those, those kind of, those kind of simple, simple things you want to get started with, like self-educating. Like I took Ty Lopez's course. I've taken like, um, almost every course out there when, uh, social media marketing. So that really taught me everything that I needed to know for the most part. Um, so I was investing myself and, and spending money um, to learn how to make money. Right, right. And I mean, like, you know, obviously there's a lot of people these days opening their social media marketing agencies. Um, how did you get yours off the ground? You know, like, was it really just the cold calling? Was there any cold calling? Were there emails? Or were you using the leverage of social media? Well, like I just said, um, so for, for 12 months, I really didn't get my agency off the ground. Um, I mean, I got some clients, but like four clients in 12 months is, is horrible, especially if you don't keep them because I didn't really keep them. I kept one for like five months. The rest right, of them yeah. I had for very short periods of time. I would have one for a month here and there, like for, for very small periods of time was I keeping clients. So I never really got anything off the ground and the wrong thing to do, in my opinion, when it comes to running an agency 
if you're new in business and you're new to sales, is cold call and go door to door. But at the time, that was how I'm, I was getting clients. Now, the way I get clients is completely different now. Um, but like I said, that is that is what everyone, that is what, like, at the very basic level, people will teach you to do, but it is the wrong thing to do. But that's that's how I got that's how I got started. I was going door to door and I was doing a little bit of cold calling, but most of it was going door to door. That's that's how I got the few clients that I did in that twelve month period. Okay, yeah. I see I mean I do see a lot of people opening their own agencies and they do get excited about that first client, but as you said, you got your first clients but they didn't last that long. So um when you like for people that are starting starting their own agencies and they get these first clients what is the most important thing they should do to make sure they keep these clients long term? Um, I don't know if I would pinpoint one really important thing, but I would say um, you, you need to go ahead and set expectations. So you need to go ahead and, and tell them the period of time uh, you believe um, it will take to get them results. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Um I think the most important thing is establishing yourself as an expert, and this is what I always talk about. You do not want to establish yourself as a salesperson. You want to establish yourself as a trusted consultant. Why? Because a business owner looks at a salesperson as someone below them, right? If you position yourself as a salesperson, then what happens is clients look at you as below them, and the second piece is they will tell you what campaigns to do. Instead of you telling them what campaigns they should do, the reality is business owners do not know how to properly market their business. Like if it's a restaurant owner or doctor, they don't know marketing. If they did, they wouldn't need you in the first place. So that is that is like the, the key right there. It starts from the very beginning, from the moment you uh, are prospecting to the moment you walk in the door to the moment – uh, of how you sell them to how you actually get them as a client, your mindset and everything you do needs to revolve around being a trusted consultant and an expert, not a salesperson, because a salesperson is not going to keep a client long term, especially if you're young, if you're 17, 18, 19, 20, whatever, you, you know, you're young and you're just getting started in business. If you're acting like a salesperson, you are going to be. They're going to have literally all the cards. They're not going to pay your price. They're going to try and undercut your price. They're going to try and tell you what campaigns to to do. They're going to be in complete control because they look at you as a young salesperson and they think that they're giving you an opportunity by letting you and paying you to do business with them, which is completely the wrong mindset you want them to be in. I mean, like I charge, like I have a restaurant right now with one location that I'm charging $4,000 a month to. Now, most people are giving free trials and they're, um, you know, they're, they're charging like $300, $400 a month for their service and they're like begging for business. That's all the wrong way to do it. And that is going to completely reduce your retention rate you're you're not going to retain them for more than a month because they're not going to trust you you're going to say well look man you know this takes three or four months and they're not going to listen to you they're going to be like you know 
what, what do you know? You're just a, a salesperson. Like you're, they think you're incompetent. So that's, that's the big, that's a big difference in retention too, is, is being a trusted consultant and also being a salesperson. The difference between those two things is also the biggest difference in retention when it comes to keeping clients. Right. Oh yeah, I get it, man. I mean, you know, I can see you know, a lot of agencies, they give out these free trials because I feel like maybe what they're lacking is this confidence to say like, oh, yo, I'm charging $4,000 a month. You know, what do you think are some things that, you know, social media marketing agency owners should be avoiding? I, I, other than, you know, not sound like a salesman, like what are those like specific things that when talking to this client that could potentially give you $4,000 a month, what should you be avoiding? You should be avoiding, I mean, really... Everything, the, the first thing you, it really comes down to mindset. So avoid it. The word uh, avoiding kind of infers that you're like, like a victim to something like a media, uh, a, a meteor is falling from the sky. You want to avoid that, that meteor, yeah. but, but like the, right. That's, that's avoiding. But in, in this case, like you are in control. So what you want to avoid is bad habits. That's what I would say. And then here's what the, the, the bad habits would be. First, pitching, right? So pitching, that's what, like, most people who are young in business, they think that they should go ahead and, first, a couple things, right? You should avoid letting the business owner bombard you with questions. You should be asking the majority of the questions, and you should be doing only 10% of the talking. You should be doing 90% of the listening. You should also not go ahead and, and tell your price from the very beginning. You do never want to tell your price without quantifying the size of their value. L- let, me, uh, l- let me give you an example, right? If, if I told you that, um, if I told you that Kanye West was going to have his very last concert, and the ticket was $10,000. You would say, wow, that's crazy. $10,000 for a, uh, a Kanye West ticket? Wow, that's crazy. But if I told you, well, it's actually his very last concert ever that he is ever going to do, you would, auto- you would automatically say, oh, okay, $10,000 makes sense for that. You see the difference? So yeah. if you told them what your price is, from the very beginning, before you can quantify the size of the value you will bring them and also quantify the size of their pain, then your price might look really high. Like $4,000, that sounds really high until I go ahead and I, I say, okay, so tell me, John, where are you currently in sales? Well, I'm currently at $100,000 a, a month in sales. Okay, John, how long have you been there? Well, I've been there for five years. Okay, so you've been at $100,000 for five years. Okay, where should you be in sales? Well, I really should be at $150,000 in sales a month. Wow, John. So you've been leaving $50,000 a month on the table for the last five years? If we do the math, 50000 times 12 times 5, you've been leaving $1.8 million on the table over the last five years, what's been stopping you from, from getting that $1.8 million? And then long story short, if I go ahead and say, John, are you willing to spend $48,000 a year to fix a $1.8 million problem that you have in your business? 
my price looks a lot lower now. Right. So those are the th- those are the the three main things, right? Do not go ahead and tell them the price until you quantify the quantify the size of their pain and also the size of your value. Um, do the majority of the the, the uh, asking uh, the question asking and also the majority of the the listening, right? Do not pitch them. And take control of the sale at the moment you go ahead and go into the meeting. Like when I go ahead and go into a meeting, I say, hey, good to see you, John. My name's Tristan Larson. Thanks for inviting me here. How's your day been? Awesome. Why don't we go ahead and take a seat right over here, um, and then we can go ahead and get started. So I will walk into their business and tell them to go ahead and sit down. Yeah, I got you. That's the difference between, right, taking control and letting them take control. The person who's in the leadership position and the person who's in control is the one who's going to close the sale. Either you're going to sell them on your service or they're going to sell you on why you only should have 15 minutes of their time. Okay. Yep. I got you, man. I mean, like, you know, I think probably you know better than me. That there's going to be some, you know, business owners out there who are very, you know, they believe that they're on top. So, like, I mean, have you had, have you had experience with a business owner like that? Well, well, you know, everything I'm telling you right now is how to avoid that. Right. Every the thing is, you have to understand that nothing is happening to you. You're the person in control of everything. Okay. So, if the business owner acts like they're on top, it's your fault. You're not doing something properly. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, absolutely. I understand you have to have that confidence, obviously, in your ability to bring them results. And then, obviously, that price tag. Because I think, I think that's why, obviously, a lot of people are giving things for free. And they're, like, saying, oh, we'll do it. We'll try. Like, you know, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, I mean, um, basically, entrepreneurial, like, in general. Like, what's a tip based on your journey, your experience today, you can give the audience today? Say that one more time. Um, like, based on your experience, what's, like, a tip? You know, just, you know, what can you give to the audience today to, like, you know, for them to leave with? So, act like a trusted consultant, not like a salesperson. Okay. Let me give you... Because I say this, but I feel like most people do not understand the difference. They barely understand what a salesperson is, and they barely understand what a consultant is and what the difference is. When you walk into a therapist's office, or when you walk into a doctor's office, you want when when you walk in there, or even you walk into a lawyer's office. When you sit down with a doctor. The doctor sits and says, okay, what what have you been eating lately? What medications have you been taking? What, um, you know, what have you been drinking? What problems have you been experiencing? What brings you here today? Why did you decide to go see uh, a doctor today? Right. He asks you a bunch of questions and he sits there and he writes them down. And then by the di- by the time you're done talking, he hands you a solution. And you don't question the doctor. 
you assume because the doctor just sat there and he took all of that time to listen to you and ask you questions that he knows the solution to your problem because he's, I mean, he's the doctor, he, he's the expert and he sat there and he asked you questions and then came up with a solution for you that's specifically customized for you based off of all the information you just gave him. The same thing when you sit down with a lawyer. When you sit down with a lawyer, he asks you a bunch of questions about your case. He, he asks you to bring him information. He asks you to give you all of these different things in order for him to go ahead and decide how to go ahead and fight the case for you. And you don't argue with the lawyer either because the lawyer sits down and he asks you questions and he asks you for information. And then he gives you a solution to your problem. And you pay whatever the lawyer's retainer is because he sat there and he listened to you and he, he came up with a solution based off of everything you just said. He didn't go ahead and, and pitch you. The doctor didn't pitch you a medication before he even knew what your problem is. Would you, would you want to walk into a doctor's office and have the doctor's office hand you a package of your solutions? Say, okay, so here are these medications for these problems and this is what that's going to cost. Here's these other medications that are even better, and then here's that's what it's going to cost. And here's you that here's the best medication for these different problems, and here's what this is going to cost. Pick the one you want the best. Would you would you feel comfortable with that doctor if he sat there and tried to convince you to buy a specific package for forty five minutes if he never even asked you what your problem was or what what brought you into? Um, his office in, in the first place. If you, if your goal is to lose weight, and and the doctor pitches you on how you should go ahead and and uh, I don't know how, how you should try and cure ac your acne, but that's not what you came to the doctor for. Are you going to be happy with the solution the doctor prevents you if it wasn't even the problem you felt like you had in the first place? Right. No. No. So that's the difference between a salesperson and a trusted consultant. Doctors, lawyers, they're trusted consultants, and they will charge whatever they want because they give you the solution based off of your problem, and you'll pay it. That's, that, is, that is the difference between a salesperson and a trusted consultant. Act like a doctor. Study what doctors do. Study people like Sam Ovens and David Ogilvy, and, and study people who are killing it in the agency space. Don't study Grant Cardone, who's never ran an agency before. Not saying there's anything wrong with his sales strategies. They're great for certain industries. But if you are going into marketing and, and running a marketing agency, study the best in the marketing agency industry, the, the legends of the business, because they know how to properly sell a service to business owners and keep clients long-term. Not the people who are salespeople who sell, you know, vacuums or they sell courses or those are all different things. Study people who have ran agencies and have successful agencies that they're currently running and they're, that they're selling to small businesses. Right. That's what I would say. That's my biggest piece of advice. Absolutely, man. I totally understand. Yeah, so I mean, other than um, other than self-education, you know, studying these people who are really killing in their agencies right now, if let's say I was somebody that just opened up my social media marketing agency, right now, what should I do right now? 
other than self-educate myself and become an expert consultant instead of a salesperson? What should I do right now? You should go ahead and practice, develop a script, use what you're learning about being a trusted consultant and selling from agency owners and develop a script and practice that script every single day so that when you get into a meeting, you have a script memorized that you can use to go ahead and get that business owner's business. Create a script, study it, practice it every day, and then your closing rate will go up so much, you'll feel so much more confident when you walk into that business. Make sure that you have a script, you know the processes, you know everything you're going to do, you, you, you have a proposal prepared before you walk into the meeting, and you have all the questions that you want to ask already in your head before you walk into that meeting. Right. Practiced. All right, man. I mean, um, first of all, I mean, first, thanks, thank you so much for being on the call today. I uh, you dropped man. a lot of knowledge. I know a lot of people that want to start their own agencies. I've always thought about it. So you've really left a mark today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, is there anything else you want to leave the audience with today before we uh, go? No, I, I, I think that's it. Um, if you guys have any more questions about what I'm talking about, um, you know, if you don't already, follow me on Instagram at T-R-I-S-T-N Vision. I have a YouTube channel that can answer, um, you know, any questions you have or, or anything like that or also DM me. Um, and, and that's really what I would say. Just, just uh, you know, continue, continue learning and make sure you learn the right way to do things. Right. I'm, I'm going to leave um, Tristan's Instagram down in the description of this podcast. And, um, yeah, Tristan, again, thank you so much. And thank you for that presentation at convention. It was really amazing. Again, so, um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Thank you so much again. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Have a great night. All right, you too, man. Thank you for having me. All right, guys, so that was the podcast with Tristan Larson. If you guys, of course, you know, you're probably going to hear it at the end with the speaker. If you guys, you know, learned something today, say you wanted to build your own agency, be sure to contact um, contact Tristan as soon as possible. You know, he's a very down-to-earth guy. I had the opportunity to meet him. Absolutely great guy. And, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. I will see you guys next episode. We got some crazy planned out, as always. Peace out, guys. Did you like what you heard? Be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review so you can find out when we put up our next episode. If you really learned a lot, share this podcast with a friend. See you next time. Keep winning.